Welcome to the Chick Show. Wait, the what? The Chick Show. Chick. Yes. Okay, because it sounded like you said something else. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, I'm Leanne. And I am Grace. Grab your favorite beverage and join our talks. Yay! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Chick Show. My name's Leanne, and I'm here with my co-host, Grace. And we are here to talk about all things that involve being a mom who owns a business. And when Grace and I were naming our podcast last year, we actually wanted to call it The Shit Show, right, Grace? But we found that that we had to check this special box on Apple Podcasts that it had bad language and then it wouldn't let everybody access it. So that's why we're called The Chick Show, because if you say it really fast, it sounds like shit show. And I think it's very fitting for this week. Because this week is back to school week for us and for many of our listeners. And there's no way to sugarcoat it, my friends. This week is going to be a giant chick show. <laughs> yes. right, Grace? We are here to tell you the truth. Yes, It's so funny because our past few episodes have been in sort of like giving you tips to get ready and make your life easier and have a smooth transition. But the truth is that it doesn't matter how much planning you do ahead of time, how many tips we've given you, how many routines you set up in place. At the end of the day, it's going to be stressful. So you might as well have zero expectations that all the routines and tips that we gave you are going to work. I think it will set you up in a more successful um, place for sure than if you didn't. But I think there's a lot that we cannot be prepared for. So I think the biggest tip is just knowing that even though you've been planning, it's just might not go as planned and it's okay. Give yourself a break, adjust, um, be flexible, but have zero expectations. Yes, zero. <laughs> so basically we've lied to you these past two episodes. No, we didn't. <laughs> no but you're right, Grace. It's not yeah. that everything that we plan for is a waste because it's all going to go down the tubes. You will be so much better set up for success because you had a plan. So we do stand by the things that we've told you, but like you said, there are just certain times where you just have to leave some white space in your schedule. You know, for, for a lot of us, we're type A personalities and we're used to being in control. And this is just not a week to be that way. You have to know that you might have a kid get off the bus and they had a, a terrible day that something happened and and you're going to have to go into mom mode, or there's going to be a day where a whole bunch of papers come home from school that you might have to sign, or, oh, we forgot these five things on the back to school list. And so you're going to find yourself running around all over town to find a school supply that is probably sold out. And you're going to be angry because you planned for that and they forgot something. And so I I just learned this will be my gosh, 10th year of back to school. (laughs) If you count preschool, it's even more than that. But just expect that that's how it's going to be because you can't control it. It's just how it goes. 
And if you leave that white space in your calendar, and if you go into it, just knowing that you're going to have to be flexible, it will allow you to come out of this week with a lot less stress because you won't be focusing on what you couldn't get done, what didn't go right. And also your schedule won't be so jam-packed that you spend your whole week being a day late and a dollar short because you overcommitted yourself. So this is not the week to kick off some big work project. This is not the week to schedule in a whole lot of meetings or, you know, just this is a week to just kind of tread water. This is the week to have things going on in your business. Like you talked about in the last episode, Grace, about evaluating where your business is coming from and and deciding where you're going to focus on bringing in your leads. Or maybe this is a time to do some customer reach outs or write your handwritten notes. And and it's it can also be, it can kind of be a week of catch up for you and your business. Yes. But it's things that if you have to push them to the evening to get them done, it won't matter. Or if you have to push them till tomorrow to get them done, it won't matter because you do. This is not the week where you want to be on a strict time schedule with a whole lot of people needing you. This is not going to be the week where you have the perfect balance between home and work. It just is not going to be. This is going to be a heavy home week for sure. I think that's a great tip. I'm so happy that you shared that. Um, If you, you know, like us and you work from home, yes, definitely do leave your um, afternoons as clear as you can. Try to get your work done when the kids are at school. Like you couldn't have said it better. Don't schedule any important meetings. Don't work on any heavy projects, like you said, that need a lot of your attention because you're right, you're going to have to be available every afternoon. There's going to be things, like you said, that they might need to go by. Um, so I think that's a great tip for everyone. Give yourself some break, but don't schedule any super important things for work because obviously it's going to be a challenging week. It's so funny you brought up you brought up a few things. Uh, first of all, when you said this is like your 10th year and I'm thinking, oh my God, I have a kid going into a senior, you know, enjoy the chick show because it it's so sad to think that in a few years, you know, we're going to be like, oh, how I miss the back to school madness. I think about it and I see Steven, he's nine and Brayden's going into middle school and Natalie is going into senior. And um, it feels like I just moved to Parkland and Steven was one. So you know what? Enjoy the chaos because life goes so fast and they grow so quick. And there's going to be a time in your life when you're going to sit back and look at this and wish, you know, we were doing that. So, and maybe that thought makes it to be more grateful or have more grace and and, and enjoy it because it's going to be crazy. Um, I hate, and then you brought up the forms. I don't understand. It's like, we've lived in the house for 10 years. Mm -hmm. We go to the same doctor. Nothing has changed. Why do we have to fill out all? Can you just say nothing's changed? Nothing's changed. I hate forms. I have two kids. They go to the same eye doctor. They go to the same dentist. 
They go to the pediatrician. Like, can you please just give me a way that I can enter that information? And it just applies to every kid. Why? And then, well, okay. So I do have to say for our public schools here, they did make that online and it was a lot easier and it kind of pre-populates. It's still a total pain in the butt, but they, they have simplified it a lot. But then they come home with the forms from the teachers that ask all the same things. Can, can you all just not share that information? <laughs> it, it makes me crazy. And if you are somebody that needs to create a form, can you do me a favor and give me enough space to write? I had to fill these forms out for a sports physical a few weeks ago. When I tell you, I had to write in like five point font and I got a long name. We have a long address. And I'm like, just give me some room to write on these lines so that this already miserable process can be just slightly less miserable. But no, no. I know. I I totally agree. (laughs) Me too. And like, I have to do it for three. Imagine yeah. people that have, you know, four or, I mean, even two, you know what? It's just so annoying. Um, they need to make the process a little bit easier, but whatever. Get the wine ready or whatever it is that you're going to put you in a good mood to write. Right. Just sit down <laughs> and fill out your stupid forms. But, but again, this isn't our first rodeo. We know that it's coming. Yeah. So make it as less stressful as possible on yourself. Just know that it's coming, know that it sucks, know that you hate it, know that it's stupid, know that the process could be a whole lot smoother if they just did it a different way, but there's no getting around it. So these are the things you want to just plan for, know that they're coming, all of that. I think if I could share a tip around that, it would be Obviously, every day they usually come home with a brand new paper or anything. So maybe try to compile everything and then set a block like 30 or 40 minutes at the end of the week and just sit down and go through all the forms rather than getting overwhelmed and try to do them like as they come. Usually they give you a little bit of time to turn them back in. So maybe, you know, if you have more than one child, just kind of like put a folder together, plug a time and just sit down. It'll make it a lot easier. And um, if if you know there are like certain phone numbers that are going to be the same, just like write them on a sticky because like you, both my kids go to the same doctor, everything. So everything's the same. So I would have to go on my phone and, you know, go back to the same. It's going to be the same. So just make little notes and have them handy of the information that's going to be identical um, and just plug a time for it. I think that's probably would be the easiest way to tackle that, um, you know, process that we hate so much. So um, talking about fun, going back to school things, do you have like a tradition that your family does the first day or the first uh, week, you know, to kind of like be happy about it. We do actually, uh, you know, I always see the fir- the back to school pictures online and people take their first day of school and last day of school photo. I'm not that mom. I never remember. I I have no documentation, hardly of any of those things. But what we do in our house that's been really great is on the first day of school, we have a family spaghetti dinner. 
And so if anytime you ask my kids, what do you want to have for dinner? Their answer is always going to be spaghetti. And my bougie little Italian kids want me to make the sauce from scratch. So, I mean, they, they'll they eat a jar of ragu, but nothing makes them happier than when I make it from scratch. So, oh, I love that. <laughs> so on the first day of school, I make them homemade spaghetti sauce. But here's why this tradition has been so great. When they leave to go to school on the first day, all I do all day is think about them. Are they having fun? Do they like their teachers? Have they made friends? Did they get lost, right? Like we're just, we just want to know that they had a great first day. And so they would come home from school and I would be all up on them. Did you have fun? Who do you sit by? Do you like your teacher? What'd you have for lunch? And, and just think about that as an adult, as you're gone for work all day and you come home and all of a sudden everybody's all over you and you're just like, can I get a minute? Like our kids need the same thing, right? They need to come home, decompress. They just had a busy day. And so family spaghetti dinner allows them to come home and have that time. And by the time we sit down and eat, they're ready to talk. And I found that instead of me trying to pry the information out of them to find out how their day went, when we're all sitting down and they have their favorite meal, they'll talk and they'll share and they'll say things and they'll fill you in. And we've just really come to love family spaghetti dinner night. And in fact, last year on the first day of school, one of them had a sporting event that night and we could not do it on the first day of school. And I remember my oldest one saying, well, when are we going to have spaghetti night? Because we did it on the second day. And my my boys aren't like real lovey-dovey, emotional, talk about anything kind of kids. Yeah, (laughs) Having that tradition every day on the first day of school is how we find out everything and just kind of check in with them. So that's one we stick to around so, here. Um, I, I know we're like piggybacking a lot, sharing like tips for your work as, and then as well as tips for the family. But um, I wanted to say you brought up a good point, especially like if you're into sales the way I am in real estate. Um, I, I, I don't like just calling people for random things, but the back to school, if, it's a great way for you to call people because they're all going through the same thing you're going. So it's not like you're trying to, you know, make it like a salesy phone call, but you're just like, oh my God, like, but you're going to go on Facebook and all you're going to see is everybody's child going back to school. So it's a really cute opportunity to reach out to your sphere and your clients and say, oh my God, I saw your pictures. Like I love seeing everyone's pictures, especially when the kids were little and you would order the Pottery Barn backpacks with their names on. I'm like, oh my God. Like, so so um, if you're in that kind of business and, and you have to reach out to your uh, sphere of influence and your clients, the back to school is a great time to just like check in and say hi and say, oh my God, I saw you, you know, your kids going back to school. How was your summer? Um, it's just about like phone calls like that rather than thinking you're, you know, selling. Um, and then for my business, I did a, when the school ended that first week, I actually got an ice cream truck and I set up a little booth. Um, I have like a happy buying and selling with grace. Um, what do you call it? Um, oh my hey. God. I- Yes, thank you. And um, I I got an ice cream truck for like a certain period of time, and I gave one a ticket. And um, doing com- I love doing community events. So if you 
want to do something like that, um, back to school, it's a good idea. Very easy. You know, you just welcoming the kids back, talk to the neighbors. Uh, for me, it was super successful. So I'll be doing that. That's that's kind of like a work tradition. Um, we we probably will go for ice cream or get pizza or whatever it is that they want to do. But, I mean, hello, invite your podcast co-host to your ice cream truck. Yes, I will. Yeah. <laughs> the heck you, great. Can cross, you can just cross, by the way, you guys, she literally lives in the neighborhood like behind me, but she can like cut across. Yeah. <laughs> she I can like walk to her yeah. little ice cream truck and she doesn't even invite me. So if I see yeah. you're doing um, it, I'll, I'll invite myself. you. For Halloween, I did a pizza truck. Oh my God. It was a huge. So what the heck? Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do an episode about that. Um, obviously, you don't do that in in your line of business, but some ideas to, you know, do events yeah. and things like that to help you, um, grow, you know, your business and and yeah. Um, I love yeah. that idea to do yeah. it for back to school time because it really is just it is so cute. A great chance for everybody to just take a minute to. The kids loved it. And I actually had rosé for the mom. So I had like a table with like a wine. And then the, I had the tickets for the um, for the kids for the ice cream. And basically what you do is, because obviously I'm sure if you're listening, you're thinking, oh, well, this is going to cost a fortune. So what you do is you tell the ice cream a person your budget because basically you know how they have like a dollar, two dollars, three dollars. So I blocked out like the most expensive ice creams and I, I think I kept it to the one, two, three. So at least they had choices, but it wasn't like they felt like they were missing out because they weren't seeing what they couldn't get. They only saw what was available. And then I had those tickets. So everybody got a ticket. And so because obviously I didn't want people getting 30 ice creams. So basically I gave everyone a ticket and they had a choice. And then um, for like, I don't know, an hour or two, best, one of the best investments, obviously we'll do more of these things, but you know, you want to invest in your business and doing community events like that, um, especially like if you're in real estate um, in another state, um, it's a great idea. Yeah. And that's a great thing too, because I know we're saying like, don't do any big things this week for your business, but that's a way where it's a win-win for both. But that's an easy thing. It was easy like fun. Thing. Your kids are there with you. The yes. other kids are there. So it's a big family together event. And I think that's so genius. Yeah. Well, I hope um, everyone had a good, you know, week or is having a good week back to school. It's here. It's happening. It's, here. <laughs> it's happening. So if you found this episode helpful, we would love it if you would take a screenshot and tag us on social media. I'm at Mrs. L.A. David and Grace, you are at Happy Buying and Selling with Grace on Instagram. And we want to know that you're listening or tag us in your pictures of getting ready for back to school or, you know, if you have family spaghetti dinner, we want to see which of the tips you're implementing and we want to see your beautiful faces. So we would love to, if you would tag us in those photos. So thank you for tuning in everyone. Solidarity sisters, it is here. (laughs) Back to school is in full swing and we will see you next week back here on the Chick Show. Bye everyone.